to the latest episode of Big Ideas on the Go. I'm excited to have as a guest, Joanne Stonier, um, who is the Chief Data Officer for MasterCard uh, here in New York State, where I live as well. Um, so I'd like to welcome Joanne, maybe have her uh, introduce herself. Sure, so thank you for having me. It's nice to meet you, Dimitri, and the rest of the Big ID team. Um, I'm Joanne Stonier, I'm the Chief Data Officer for MasterCard. Um, and I've held that role now for uh, a couple of years. Before that, I was the chief privacy officer for the firm. So I've been with MasterCard about, um, it's coming up, I think I just, I'm coming up on my 12th year anniversary with the company. Uh, so I've been here a while. So, uh, and before that I worked um, at American Express and a, and a whole host of companies before that, PepsiCo, Walden Books, um, and PW. I started my uh, career as an auditor. Um, but I have a wide range of uh, skills. Uh, you know, when I got out of school, uh, chief data officer was not a job description, nor was chief privacy officer for, for that matter. Um, so I started my career um, as a computer um, and financial auditor, um, which was a relatively new job. Uh, and so uh, started out uh, kind of always wanting to learn new things. Um, learned a whole lot about technology and uh, business processes, and uh, then wound up going back to law school, which has always been a dream of mine. Um, those fields converged in the privacy officer job, um, first at American Express and then at MasterCard. And uh, eventually that evolved into the reality of uh, that there's a bigger role needed in many organizations these days, uh, which is the chief data officer role. So that's the job I have today. And, you know, so I'd love to maybe kind of double click on that. So clearly one of we're, we're all kind of living in the midst of this uh, health crisis, the COVID-19 health crisis. And with that comes um, issues around privacy, contact tracing, things of that sort. Um, so having kind of moved through the privacy realm into now the broader data realm, maybe you could chat a little bit about the data ethics and how what you learned in privacy impacts kind of the broader view on, on how to use data ethically. Sure. I mean, um, I, I think I'm really glad that I had the time in privacy. So, you know, the privacy role when I started doing it was brand new and it wasn't necessarily well understood, right? Um, back when I started doing privacy, people thought privacy was information security, right? So I would go to different kinds of meetings and people would say, oh, you do information security. And I would say, no, I do data privacy. And they were like, well, I don't understand what that is. And they would get very frustrated with me. Now I'm a chief data officer and people want me to be doing privacy. And I say, no, I don't do privacy. I do, I'm, I'm a data officer. So um, I think there's an evolution in data positions going on as the world uses more and more data. But I do think data ethics is a thread that is um, beginning to be more and more understood as all of us really um, live in an increasingly digital and data-driven world, right? As this crisis has shown us, right? On the one hand, we are living in a world where we are connected much more virtually. We're using data every day to enable our everyday lives, whether it's how we purchase our groceries now, how we interact with each other via this conference, for example, on Zoom or any other kind of conferencing mechanism, how we do our daily business is almost all computer enabled, right? But all of that is enabled by the collection and use of data, right? Privacy is about the collection and use of personal and sensitive data, and it is essentially the law related to that. I think that is a baseline and a piece of data ethics that's really important. 
but I think data ethics is becoming a broader conversation just because there's more than just personal and sensitive data at risk for all of us in that there is an increasingly amount and variety of data that's being used to solve different problems and to create different types of innovation. But we have issues with that innovation, whether we're talking about machine learning, data analytics, bias in, those, um, in the outcomes that I think we have to look at. And so the field of data ethics or the topic of data ethics really goes to what's the code or principles by which an enterprise is really thinking through how they're using data and all of the data at their disposal. And are they using it in a way to innovate or are they using it even in a way to be, become more efficient? What are the decisions and how are they making those decisions? I think data ethics is about the how you make decisions related to data. Privacy, security, they're the baseline of the ethics, but I think there's so much more that go into it including things like the accuracy of your information, the quality of the data and the information you're bringing in. Is that data consistent? Are you using the right techniques when you talk about sample sizes, when you talk about how you obtain those samples? Were the, were the results or the data set itself, was there something missing in how that data was collected? So there's all sorts of issues that get bound up into the topic of data ethics. But broadly speaking, it's how your organization is thinking through those issues. And do you have a set of principles and guidelines and standards to help your organization, your data analysts, your data scientists, the folks that are innovating with data, think that through? And so maybe uh, touching on some of that. So the one challenge with data ethics, I imagine, is unlike privacy, where you have better defined regulations that can act as guideposts, um, um, giving you some direction as to what you need to do with data ethics, it's much, it's much more open. It's not bounded. So in as much as it informs how, how you use data and how you build products, you know, what were the lessons that you used to define that, to uh, promote that internally, or were there any, was it something that you needed to trailblaze? I think it's a combination of both. I think, you know, that it, the, the more you use data, the more you understand the issues related to its use, right? And the more you understand the issues related to its use, the better you can begin to codify your principles around how you want to use it and what, how does that align even with other parts of your company, your company, your, usually your firm, has some sense of a code of conduct oftentimes, right? How they want to show up in the world. At MasterCard, we talk a lot about our decency quotient, right? We talk about DQ, which is the same. Uh, we talk about it as much as we talk about IQ and EQ, right? So you have intellectual quotient, your emotional quotient, but then your decency quotient, right? You want to be considered a decent person at the end of the day. We think that's probably the most important part of all of us. That How do you want to really be remembered and how do you want to show up? Well, that really also guided us as we began to think about data ethics. And so security has always been, I think, one of the strong suits for MasterCard. If you think about the type of data that we process every single day and that we're processing right now at this minute, right? We're processing probably a million transactions by the time I finish a sentence, right? Safely, securely around the world, right? We do that um, really, really well. And so we start with the idea that safety and privacy, security and privacy, are a baseline of what individuals expect. But you're right, what else is there that we should be doing? So the next principle that we have, and we published these principles last fall as data responsibility principles, is that we should be accountable for the, how we use data. We should know how we use the data. We should know what the purpose is for why we collect the data, 
what purposes we're using it for, and did we obtain the right rights and permissions to use the data for those purposes, right? We use vast amounts of data to do fraud analytics, for example, right, to spot fraudulent transactions. We use other data to, to protect our network and do cybersecurity. And then we use other information to do econometric studies for governments and academic institutions, and even for our merchants, right, to figure out what's going on in economies. Well, we add in different sources, but have we done the right thing? And are we accountable in how we use that information? The next principle for us is, are we transparent about it? Do we explain how we use data? And then when we are interacting with individuals, now we are more of a B2B2C company, but when we interact with our cardholders, do we give them the controls of saying, do you want to opt out of our anonymization process? Do you want to opt out of data analytics? Now, we never share our individual card data with anybody, but we do roll it up into aggregations. And if you don't even want your data included in that, you can opt out, right? We also have a center where we, you can come and inquire about the data we have about you. You can get a copy of it. You can look it over. If you think there's something wrong, we'll correct it. So do we give the right control? The next kind of principle we have is, is along the lines of, um, is the data, in, does it have the right integrity? And that's back to what I was talking about, about, you know, uh, do we have the right accuracy of the data? And also, do we, have we done the right thing to minimize bias as we have the next generation of machine learning and artificial intelligence? Are we doing things wisely to make sure our data sets are right? And then our other principles are really simple. It's about, we're gonna innovate with data. We're gonna to try to find new solutions for our customers and cardholders. And then we're also gonna use our data for social impact to try to solve societal problems like this pandemic, like helping customers reopen and understand what's going on in the economy around them and, how, and what should they anticipate. It may happen, you know, you, if we understand what's going on in Asia, does that help our merchants or our banks understand what might happen as um, countries open up in Europe and in the United States and in Latin America. So those are the kinds of things that we have created as a guide for ethics um, around data in our organization. And then we have even deeper slices when it comes to certain activities. Well, well, I am curious about one of those deeper slices. So you talked about data integrity and one of the concepts that's getting some attention these days is around data trust. And I am curious on how you delineate data ethics from data trust. Is it just the integrity? Is it something more? We'd love to get your thoughts on, on what that means. Sure. So, you know, I, I, I saw that that was a concept you wanted to talk about. And um, so there's two different things when you talk about data trust. There are data trusts now, which are actual entities that have been set up to hold data in trust for certain purposes. And we help create a data trust in the form of an anonymization entity that we co-created with IBM called Truata. So I don't know if you're talking about that specifically, but there are such enterprises known as data trusts, where data is placed into an organization for a specific purpose, for a specific benefit. So I just want to put that out there. Sure. If you're talking about trustworthy data practices, right, which I think is an element of data ethics, I'm happy to talk about that as well, right? I think it's more the latter in terms of understanding how do you get confidence on the data? So you talk about knowing your data, you talk about the integrity of the data, you also talked a little bit about how do you inform sort of your ML models and the attribution of what data yeah. kind of populates that. 
So getting confidence and trust in the data that you're using for all of these purposes, whether it's the social aspect or whether uh, I'm just kind of curious, have you, you see that within the, the broader panoply of, of data, data ethics? Do you see it as a different exercise? Um, no. You could expand on that. Sure. So, I mean, what you have, so, I mean, what I described is kind of our overarching principles, but then we look at every business activity, right? So, we look at every business activity that is going to create, generate a analytic outcome or what I'll call a product or data-driven solution, right? Or potentially even a data-driven platform. And my team is at MasterCard is responsible for data design and enablement, right? So kind of the precursor to before the analytic is created or before the product or solution is actually created. And so in what you're talking about, we have a whole ethical AI process that we go through to help the analytic teams, right, which sit within the business teams to go through looking at what data is going to be used in a, in a particular process to make sure it's fit for purpose. So we understand the source of the data, we understand the quality of the data, and that includes things that go into the integrity, like the accuracy, the completeness of the data set, whether the data is um, of the right consistency, whether or not the data is timely enough in, its, uh, in, its, um, in, in, in how we're receiving it, based upon how it's going to be used. We also look at that data set to say, okay, when this data was collected, what were the collection practices? And this is where I think sometimes the confusion over, well, privacy governs the collection of data, but privacy governs the permissions you received in that collection. When we're looking at collection, we're looking for potentially what was missed in the collection practice, right? So was this data set, did this data set forget to collect data about women, right? Were women completely missing in the data collection, right? Or did we only collect data about New Yorkers and we're going to actually be feeding this into an analysis that's gonna be used for the entire United States, right? These are the types of trustworthy data practices that you have to go through. They're a little geeky, but they actually matter when you get to the output. Because if you feed in the wrong data into the analysis, right, you're going to wind up with the wrong conclusions that are then going to be applied to a population of individuals, and it's going to come up with the wrong result, right? So um, you could put in a whole bunch of data that has just been generated mostly on men, and then you may build things to the wrong height if you're building something for women, right? Or you're building something for the general population. It's gonna be just too tall for most of us ladies to reach, right? So that, those are the type of things that we have to look at when we talk about trustworthy data practices in this data age. So, you know, that's a great segue to talk a little bit about the, the environment we're living in today, right? So we're kind of all, all of us are in the shared experience of living through a pandemic Obviously, it's raised the profile of how data gets used, especially personal health data for contact tracing or being able to build signals and information in terms of um, uh, uh, you know where where there's breakouts, where there's not. So, so I know you've been speaking on COVID and how it plays to data ethics. So I'm curious to hear you um, kind of talk a little bit about that connection and about your point of view on that subject. 
Sure. You know, it's been interesting because I think um, people have put that question to me in different ways, right? About what's the impact of COVID. And, you know, is, you know, early on people were saying, oh, Joanne, privacy is going to be thrown out. What do you think? And I'm like, no, the, the very, it was interesting that I think we've been moving through this crisis in phases, right? So I think there was the initial crisis moment, right? When everybody was scurrying to try to hurry to figure out how can we respond? Because as, as humans, I think we are biased toward finding solutions, right? We want a cure, we want vaccines, and we also want ways to open up society and move things from, a, from kind of this lockdown moment where, where most of the earth was on lockdown, right? To kind of reopening. And the question was, how can you use data in an ethical way and can privacy and um, ethic, data ethics and trustworthy data practices be part of that conversation when you're rushing, right? And even regulators were relaxing some requirements to enable more innovation. I think we're still at that point, but I think everybody's understanding that you do have to still have responsible data practices when you are in the middle of crisis, right? So, um, so one of the words that we're using is proportionality, right? You don't just collect all the data, right, that's available to try to respond to the crisis. You're saying, okay, if I'm gonna try to create a solution that's going to try to do tracking, for example, right? Tracking of my health status, whether or not I've woken up with a temperature or whether or not I've had a vaccine or whether or not I've been tested at home that day for viral positive or negative, right? How am I gonna protect that information? How am I gonna be privacy sensitive, personally sensitive to the fact of that that information has utility, but utility for the purpose of what? Allowing me to navigate society. And does everybody need to know about that it's me personally or how much data needs to actually be shared? So what proportion of data needs to be collected? How much needs to be stored? Who should store it? And how should it be shared, right? These are the questions that have to be decided in a COVID world. And what we've seen from the very big thrust, right, of the first moment of everybody trying to solve is now moving into what I'm calling the next phase of innovation as everybody's settling into what I hate to say is that this is a longer term problem and a series of problems to solve is that now that we're settling into this next phase is that we're seeing that organizations realize that we need to work together to build things right that no one organization can solve this. And now we're seeing that principles like the ones I talked about are going to be necessary as organizations try to work together to share data. And we need ethical data sharing codes of conduct and practices in order to make that easier. Lots of organizations have information that they think might be useful, but they've never actually used it before. They've never actually shared information before. They've never actually done the homework to say, wait a minute, what are the privacy requirements? What are the security requirements to share information? Do I have the right permission to share this information? In what form? How much data? With whom? All of those issues need to be addressed in a COVID world. So to engender trust, and in this moment where sharing of information to create solutions to this crisis is going to be important, we need to step forward on those types of issues right now. So it, it, it sounds like COVID has actually put into relief and certainly in focus the whole issue of, of data ethics. So in as much as data needs to be collaborated uh, and understood before being used and shared. Um, so I guess as the old uh, Chinese uh, proverb or 
word, but of the crisis, there's an opportunity. And I think the opportunity, it sounds like, is to get a better handle and understanding uh, of how data gets used and, and the practices around it. Uh, so, Joanne, uh, I'd like to thank you for, for joining us today. Uh, I think this was a, this was a great uh, podcast. I think our listeners will be thrilled to learn a little bit more on this topic uh, and how data ethics goes above and beyond uh, data privacy. So I'd like to thank you. Uh, I'd like to thank our audience for listening. Uh, I'd also like to invite uh, our listeners to uh, please uh, leave reviews uh, and subscribe to Big Ideas on the Go. And I'll talk to everybody uh, next time.